Praise God, everyone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is Minister McMillan. Today, we are going to pick up quickly um, into the book of Nicodemus. And this will be the closing of the story of Nicodemus. Let's bow our heads very quickly. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for this word. We ask, Lord, that you be with us in this word, that you guide us and help us to understand it. Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for this word today and all that you, um, all that you give unto us, Father, from this word. We thank you for it, Lord. And we ask, Father, that we ourselves be a beacon of light unto others with this word and all things that you have to say to us, Lord, that you entrust to us. And we thank you for these things, Father. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Okay, we're going to start right off. Uh, this is uh, Nicodemus, and this is chapter 16. And while Satan and the prince of hell were dis was discoursing thus to each other, on a sudden there was a voice as thunder and the rushing of wind, saying, Lift up your gates, O ye princes, and be ye lifted up, O everlasting gates, and the king of glory shall come in. And when the prince of hell heard this, he said to Satan, Depart from me, and be gone out of my habitations. If thou art a powerful warrior, fight with the king of glory. But what hast thou to do with him? And he cast him forth from his habitations. And the prince said to his impuncious officers, Shut the brass gates of cruelty and make them fast with iron bars and fight courageously, lest we be taken captive. But when all the company of Satan heard, this they spank with a loud voice of anger to the prince of hell. Open thy gates that the king of glory may come in. And the divine prophet David cried out, saying, Did not I, when on earth truly prophesy and said, Oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men? For he hath broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in sunder. He hath taken them because of their iniquity and because of their unrighteousness. They are afflicted. After this, another prophet, namely Holy Isaiah, spoke in like manner to all the saints, did not I truly prophesy to you when I was alive on earth? The dead man shall live, and they shall rise again who are in their graves, and they shall rejoice who are in earth. For the dew which is from the Lord shall bring deliverance to them. And I said in another place, O dead, where is thy victory? O death, where is thy sting? When all the saints heard these things spoken of Isaiah, they said to the prince of hell, 
Open now thy gates, and take away thine iron bars, for thou wilt not be bound, and have no power. Then there was a great voice, as of the sound of thunder, saying, Lift up ye gates, O princes, and ye and be ye lifted up, ye gates of hell, and the king of glory will enter in. And prince of hell, perceiving the same voice, repeated, cried out, as though he had been ignorant, who is the king of glory? David replied to the prince of hell and said, I understand the words of that voice because I spanked them by his spirit. And now, as I have above said, I say unto thee, the Lord strong and powerful, the Lord mighty in battle, he is the king of glory, and he is the Lord in heaven and in earth. He hath looked down to hear the groans of the prisoners and to set loose those that are appointed to death. And now thou filth and stinking prince of hell, open thy gates that the king of glory may enter in, for he is the Lord of heaven and earth. While David was saying this, the mighty Lord appeared in the form of a man and enlightened those places which had ever before been in darkness and broke asunder the fitters which before could not be broken. And with his invincible power visited those who sat in the deep darkness by iniquity and the shadow of death by sin. <clears throat> Chapter 17. Impotuous death and her cruel officers, hearing these things, were seized with fear in their several kingdoms when they saw the clearness of the light and Christ himself on a sudden appearing in their habitation. They cried out therefore and said, We are bound by thee. Thou seest to intend our confusion before the Lord. Who art thou who has no sign of corruption but that bright appearance which is full proof of thy greatness of whom yet I seem to take no notice. Who art thou so powerful and so weak, so great and so little, a mean and yet a soldier of the first rank who can command in the form of a servant as a common soldier? The king of glory, dead and alive, though once slain upon the cross, who layest dead in the grave, and art come down alive to us, and in thy death all the creatures trembled, and all the stars were moved. And now hast thou thy liberty among the dead, and givest disturbance to our legions. Who art thou who doest release the captives, 
that were held in chains by original sin and bringest them into their former liberty. Who art thou? Who doest spread so glorious and divine a light over those who were made blind by the darkness of sin? In like manner, all the in like manner, all the legions of devils were seized with the like horror and with the most submissive fear cried out and said, Whence comest it, O thou Jesus Christ, that thou art a man so powerful and glorious in majesty, so bright as to have no spot, and so pure as to have no crime. For that lowest world of earth, which was ever till now subjected to us, and for whence we received tribute, never sent us such a dead man before, neither sent much presence as these to the prince of hell. Woe therefore art thou who with such courage interest among our abodes, and art not only not afraid to threaten us with the greatest punishments, but also endeavorous to rescue all others from the chains in which we hold them. Perhaps thou art the Jesus of whom Satan just now spoke to our prince, that by the death of the cross thou went about to receive the power of death. Then the king of glory trampled upon death, seizing the prince of hell, deprived him of his power, and took our earthly father, Adam, with him to his glory. Verse 18. Then the king, then the prince of hell took Satan and with great indignation said to him, O oh, thou prince of destruction, author of, Belps of Belzebub, defeat and banishment and scorn of God's angels and loathed by all righteous persons, what inclineth thee to act thus? Thou wouldest cru crucify the king of glory and by his and by his destruction has made us promises of very large advantages. But as a fool went ignorant of what thou was about. For behold now the Jesus of Nazareth, which the brightness of his glory divinity puts to fight all the horrid powers of darkness and death. He has broke down our persons from top to bottom dismissed all the captives, released all who were bound, and all who were wont formerly to groan under the weight of their torments have now insulted us, and we are like to be defeated by their prayers. Our impunctuous dominions are subdued, and no part of mankind is now left in our subjection, but on the other hand, they all boldly defy us. Thou before the dead never dost 
before themselves insolently towards us, nor being prisoners could ever on any occasion be merry. O Satan, thou prince of all the wicked, father of the impetuous and abandoned, why wouldest thou attempt this exploit, seeing our prisoners were here too always without the least hope of salvation and life and life. But now there is not one of them doest ever groan, nor is there the least appearance of a tear in any of their faces. O Prince Satan, thou great keeper of the eternal reed, thou keeper of the infernal regions, all thy advantages which thou didst acquire by the forbidden tree and the loss of paradise. Now, you, you hear what they're saying. He says, O Prince Satan, thou great keeper of infernal region, of, of hell, okay? All thy advantages which thou didst acquire, okay? He acquired it by, forbid, by the forbidden tree and the loss of paradise, okay? Uh, let's see. Thou hast now lost by the woods of the cross, and thy happiness all then expired when thou didst crucify Jesus Christ, the King of glory. Thou hast acted against thy own interests, and mine as thou wilt presently perceive by those large torments and infinite punishments which thou art about to suffer. O Satan, prince of all evil, author of death and source of all pride, thou shouldest first have inquired into the evil crimes of Jesus of Nazareth, and then thou wouldest have found that he was guilty of no fault worthy of death. <clears throat> Why didst thou venture without either reason or justice to crucify him and has brought down and has brought down to our region a person innocent and righteous and thereby has lost all the sinners impetuous and uprighteousness person in the whole world while the prince of hell was thus speaking to Satan, the king of glory said to Belzebub, the prince of hell, Satan, the prince shall be subjected to thy dominion forever in the room of Adam and his righteous sons are who are mine. Let's read that again. 14. While the prince of hell was thus speaking to Satan, the king of glory said to Belzebub, the prince of hell, Satan, the prince shall be subjected to thy dominion forever. So now the prince of hell is subjected to Satan's um, <laughs> dominion, which is 
hell uh, forever um, in the room of Adam and his righteous son, who are mine. Hmm. Then Jesus, uh, chapter 19. Then Jesus stretched forth his hand and said, Come to me, all ye my saints, who were created in my image, who were condemned by the tree of forbidden fruit, and by the devil and death. Live now by the wood of my cross. The devil, the prince of this world, is overcome, and death is conquered. Then presently all the saints were joined together under the hand of the Most High God. And the Lord Jesus laid hold on Adam's hand and said to him, Peace be to thee and all thy righteous prosperity, which is mine. Then Adam, casting himself at the feet of Jesus, addressed himself to him with tears in humble language and a loud voice saying, I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cry unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave, and thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Singing unto the Lord, all ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness, for his anger endureth, but for a moment in his favor is life. In like manner, all the saints prostrate, prostrated at the feet of Jesus, said with one voice, Thou art come, O Redeemer of the world, and hast actually accomplished all things, which thou didst foretell by the law and by the holy prophets. Thou hast redeemed the living by thy cross, and art come down to us that by the death of the cross thou mightest deliver us from hell, and by thy power from death. O Lord, as thou hast put thy ensigns of thy glory in heaven, and hast set up the sign of thy redemption, even thy cross on earth. So, Lord, set the sign of the victory of the cross in hell, that death may have dominion no longer. Then the Lord stretched forth his hand and made the sign of the cross upon Adam and upon all his saints. And taking hold of Adam by his right hand, he ascended from hell and all the saints of God followed him. Then the royal prophet, then the royal prophet David boldly cried and said, O oh, sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gotten him the victory. The Lord hath made known his salvation. 
His righteousness has his only shown in the sight of the heathen and the whole multitude of saints answering, saying, This hour has all his saints. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. Afterwards, the prophets Habakkuk cried out and said, Thou wouldest forth for the salvation of thy people, even the salvation of thy people. And all the saints said, Blessed is he who come in the name of the Lord, for the Lord hath enlightened us. And this is our Lord forever and ever. He shall reign over us to everlasting ages. Amen. In this manner, all the prophets spank the sacred things of his praise and follow the Lord. Chapter 20. Then the Lord holding Adam by the hand delivered him to Michael the archangel and he led them to paradise filled with mercy and glory. And the two very ancient men met them and went as uh, met them and were asked by the saints, who are ye who have not yet been with us in hell and have had your bodies placed in paradise? One of them answering said, I am Enoch, who was translated by the word of God. And this man who is with me is Elijah, the Tishbite, who was translated in the fury chariot. Here we have hereto been and have not tasted death, but are now about to return at the coming of the Antichrist being armed with divine designs and miracles to encourage with him, to engage with him in battle and to be slain by him at Jerusalem and to be taken up alive again in the clouds after three days and a half. And while the holy Enoch and Eliza were relating this, behold, there came another man in a miserable figure carrying the sign of the cross upon his shoulders. And when all the saints saw him, they said to him, Who art thou? For thy countenance is like a thief's. And why doest thou carry a cross upon thy shoulder? To which he answered and said, Yea, say right, for I was a thief who committed all sorts of wickedness upon earth. And the Jews crucified me with Jesus, and I observed the surprising things which happened. It, surprising things which happened in the creation of the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus. And I believe him to be the creator of all things and the almighty king. And I prayed to him saying, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. He presently regarded my supplication and said to me, Verily, I say unto you, I say unto thee this day, thou shalt be with me in paradise. And he gave me this sign of the cross saying, carry this and go to paradise. And if the angel who is the God of paradise 
will not admit thee, show him the sign of the cross, and say unto him, Jesus Christ, who is who is now crucified, have sent me hither to thee. When I did this, and told the angel, who is the God of paradise, all these things, and he heard them, he presently opened the gates, introduced me, and placed me on the right hand in paradise, saying, Stay here a little time till Adam, the father of all mankind, shall enter in with all his sons, who are the holy and righteous servants of Jesus Christ, who was crucified. When they heard all this account from the thieves, all the Panach said with one voice, Blessed be thou, Almighty God, the Father of everlasting goodness, and the Father of mercy, who has shown such favor to those who were sinners against him, and has brought him to the mercy of paradise, and has placed them amidst. They uh, have placed them amidst. Amid, Amidst, excuse me, thy large and spiritual provisions in a spiritual and holy life. Okay, I'm going to reread that. All right, 14. When they heard all this account from the thief, all the Panach said with one voice, Blessed be thou, almighty God, the father of everlasting goodness, and the father of mercies, who has shown such favor to those who were sinners against him, and has brought them to mercy of paradise, and has placed them amidst thy large and spiritual provisions in a spiritual and holy life. Amen. Okay, chapter 21. These are the divine and sacred mysteries which we saw and heard. I, Charithras, and Lentheus, and not allowed to declare the other mysteries of God as the archangel Michael ordered us, saying, Ye shall go with my brethren to Jerusalem, and shall continue in prayers, declaring and glorifying the resurrection of Jesus Christ, seeing he hath raised you from the dead at the same time with himself. And ye shall not talk with any man, but sit as dumb person till the time come when the Lord will allow you to relate the mysteries of his divinity. <coughs> the Archangel Michael, <coughs> Father, commanded us <coughs> to go beyond the Jordan to an excellent and fat country where they are many who rose from the dead along with us from the proof of the resurrection of Christ. <clears throat> For we have only three days allowed us from the dead, who arose to celebrate the Passover of our Lord. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and our parents. 
and to bear our testimony for Christ the Lord. And we have been baptized in the holy river of Jordan, and now they are not seen by anyone. This is as much as God allows us to relate to you. Give ye therefore praise and honor to him, and repent, and he will have mercy upon you. Peace be to you from the Lord God. Jesus, from the Lord God, Jesus Christ, <clears throat> and the saviors of us all. Amen, amen, amen. Okay. And after they had made an end of writing and had wrote in two distant pieces of paper, Cherenus gave what he wrote into the hands of Annas and Cleophas and Gamamel. Lethius likewise gave what he wrote into the hands of Nicodemus and Joseph, and immediately they were changed into exceedingly white forms and were seen no more. But what they had wrote was found perfect to agree, the one not containing one letter more or less than the other. And when all the assembly of the Jews heard all these surprising relations of Cle of Carinus and Lentius, they said to each other, Truly all these things were wrought by God, and blessed be the Lord Jesus forever and ever. Amen. And they went about with great concern and fear and trembling and smoke upon their breasts and went away every one to his home. But immediately all these things which were related by the Jews in their synagogues concerning Jesus were presently told by Joseph and Nicodemus to the governor. And Pilate wrote down all these transitions and placed all these accounts in public record, records of his hall. Chapter 22. After these things, Pilate went to the temple of the Jews and called together all the rulers and scribes and doctors of the laws and went with them into the chapel of the temple and commanding that all the gates should be shut, said to them, I have heard that we have a certain large book in this temple. I desire you, therefore, that it may be brought before me. And when the great book carried by four ministers of the temple was adorned with gold and precious stones was brought, Pilate said to them all, I adjure you by the God of our fathers, who made and commanded this temple to be built, that ye conceal not the truth from me. Ye know all the things which are written in this book. Tell me therefore now, if ye in the scriptures have found anything of that Jesus whom ye crucify, and at what time of the world he ought to have come, show it to me. 
Then having sworn Ananias and Cleophas, they commanded all the rest who were with them to go out of the chapel. And they shut the gates and the temples and the and the chapel and said to Pilate, Thou hast made us to swear, O judge, by the building of this temple is declared to thee that which is true and right. After we have crucified Jesus, not knowing that he was the Son of God, but supposing he wrought his miracles by some magical arts, we summoned a large assembly in this temple. And when we were deliberating amongst one another about the miracles which Jesus had wrought, we found many writings of our own country who declared they had seen him alive after his death and that they heard him discoursing with his disciples and saw him ascending into the heights of the heavens and entering into them. And we saw two witnesses whose body Jesus raised from the dead who told us of many strange things which Jesus did among the dead, of which we have a written account in our hands. And it is our custom annually to open this holy book before an assembly and to search, therefore, for the counsel of God. And we found in the first of the seven, 70 books, with Michael the archangel is speaking to the third son of Adam, the first man, an account that after 5,500 years, Christ, the most beloved Son of God, was come on earth. And we further considered that perhaps he was the very God of Israel who spoke to Moses, Thou shalt make the ark of the, uh, the ark of the testimony, two cubits and a half, shall be the length thereof, and a cubic and a half the breadth thereof, and a cubic and a half the height thereof. By these five cubics and a half for the building of the ark, have the building of the ark of the Old Testament. We perceived and knew that in five thousand years and a half, years, Jesus Christ was to come in the ark or tabernacle of a body. And so our scriptures testifies that he is the son of God and the Lord and king of Israel. And because after his sufferings, our chief priests were surprised at the signs which were wrought by his means, he opened that book to search all the generations down to the generation of Joseph and Mary, the mother of Jesus, supposing him to be of the seed of David. And we found the account of the creation and at what time he made the heavens and the earth and the first man, Adam, and that from thence to the flood were 2,220 years. And from the flood to Abraham, 912. And from Abraham to Moses, 430. And from Moses to 
David the king, 510. And from David to Babylonian captivity, 500 years. And from Babylonian captivity to the incarceration of Christ, 400 years. The sum of all which amounts to 5,000 and a half. And so it appears that Jesus, whom we crucify, is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and truly, and and true and almighty God. Okay, and so this is the end of Nicodemus. And so, in a closed room with only two people other than himself, Pilate was told the truth about Christ and who he was. Okay, and that is going to be our word for today, everyone. When we come back, we will pick up again uh we will be reading in um, the epistles of paul the uh the apostolate okay um we do have some other readings here um the apostolate's creed Okay, that's going to be it for the day, everyone. Uh, This is Mr. McMillan. Everyone bow your head. Father, thank you, Lord, for this word. Thank you for opening our insight into your word, Lord, and helping us to understand. And, Father, we thank you, Lord, for all that you do in our lives. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your grace and your mercy and for helping us to understand the things that you would have us, Lord, to learn. Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for your love, most of all. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We give you the praise and honor and glory, Father, as always. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, before we close out, I would like to just uh, read a little passage to you guys. Um, It's about having faith. When you feel like you've been 
unfaithful to God, as you've done something and you feel really bad about it, and it's just eating you up, or you're not sure, but you know something you have done wrong because things don't seem to be going right. They're out of sorts. Uh, in laminate in la, uh, Laminations 3 and 23, it says, Great is his faithfulness, his mercies being afresh every morning. And in Timothy, he says, If... We are unfaithful. He remains unfaithful, for he cannot deny who he is. Right? And last of all, in Hebrews 10 and 23, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promises. Always, always. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for joining our program today. This is Minister McMillan. Have a blessed evening and holiday. Good night.